Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. Happy New Year. We made it to 2021 and here we are. So it's that time of year where everyone sets goals and resolutions. And you know what? This is where I thrive because I don't want success for you just January 1st through the 2nd, you know, when we're making these resolutions. I want to spark your success all year long. And that's what I'm doing with this podcast and as part of my mission. In fact, I just released a three-day goal-setting workshop where we learn methods that will allow you to thrive in 2021 and bring your goals to life. You'll be able to ask for what you want by visioning what you want and setting strong goals. You'll be able to believe that you can have anything with affirmations and you will receive so much by taking action. So let's ask, believe, and receive together in that three-day course. In addition, if you didn't catch the 2020 recap episode, episode 28 on resilience and creation, I highly recommend it. It gives my thoughts and my gratitude for so much in the past year. So let's take action. Check out that course, check out that podcast and leave me a review if you don't mind. I know that there's several of you who have told me you're enjoying the podcast. The most meaningful thing that you can do is just simply go on and put a review for me in iTunes. I would really appreciate it. And I also just want to take a second and thank my mentor, Jack Canfield. Over the last year, I've studied under Jack. He's been a mentor for me. That is where I received the success coach training certification. And I have to recommend that program. If you find yourself in a position where you're in leadership, uh, you're an influential community leader, you are a coach, you really should check out the Train the Trainer online program that will allow you to interweave all the work you're doing today with the great proven success principles and learn from Jack directly. So if you want information on that, I will drop the Train the Trainer online promo in the show notes along with my three-day goal-setting workshop. And I am excited to set 2021 on fire with you. Let's go to the episode and keep the inspiration going. Welcome, Tech Divas to this episode of the Tech Diva Success Podcast. As always, we bring you different guests from all walks of life. And uh, this time we're with Tali Marit Yahoo, and she is the founder and CEO of Blink, <laughs> a new dating app uh, that's challenging <laughs> online dating norms. So this was inspired by a revolutionary experience she had at a blackout restaurant where she befriended her fellow diners 
and felt the power of connecting with others free from look-driven assumptions. So basically, if you don't know a blackout restaurant, you can't see the food or the people or the waiters, but you get to taste the experience. And that's such a great analogy for dating. So she was inspired, as many of us are, and brought it to life with Blink, the app. And she got her bachelor's degree from New York University before earning her JD. So she's a very, very smart woman from Columbia Law School in 2015. And after working at the big law firm in New York City, she practiced in legal for a few more years uh, in legal operations, doing a very innovative role there at Datadog and now at Netflix before transitioning to being a product manager at EvaSort. Did I say that right? Tolly? Evasort. Okay. Although Evisort. people at Evasort say it all sorts of ways. So Evasort, Evasort, tomato, tomato. Uh, <laughs> either way, it's an AI-powered legal tech solution. So it's really the marriage of legal and technology and connecting with people. And so she's going to share some of her secrets that she gained from her career journey today with us. So thank yeah. you for being on the show, Tolly. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Well, why don't you start with kind of uh, the roots and take people through, and I know you're going to stop along the way and share with our listeners kind of what you learned. And I think what they can gain from it is a little bit of forgiveness for themselves uh, to fail or learn from those and fail fast. And obviously it worked for you. You're doing great. I'm excited about the app. I'm not dating, but I assume that in this (laughs) day and age uh, with the pandemic, people are open to anything. So what a great opportunity. So hearing you even, you know, read off my bio and hearing you talk about me going to law school and being at the firm, it's kind of crazy to me to think that that was only five years ago and I am now working in product management, not at all practicing law and really just thinking about the the journey that I took to get there. Uh, And so I guess the first stop was really um, after law school going to a law firm and in terms of like realizing that I made this big mistake in, in going to law school, investing so much time and money into this, this thing that I thought I wanted to do for so long and taking, having that, that moment of realization, like this place isn't for me, realizing it was okay that I made the mistake and then starting to kind of explore the other things that I was interested in. You know, I think that's where I like to start sharing my journey. Definitely that point of kind of that pivot point that I had in my career of, you know, it's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to start thinking about other things that you want to do. It's okay to not like the role you're doing or the culture that you're in and look for something that would suit you better. And how did you overcome that feeling of investment, right? Law school is such a great investment. Um, I don't know if you can get past it because as I can share, I'm still paying off the student loans of it. So it's hard to kind of put it behind me in many ways, but I guess I am sort of trying to think about it in terms of in some ways, having the law degree, even if I'm not utilizing it in terms of, you know, my day-to-day career has given me a level of credibility. It, you know, shares with people a little bit more about my journey and it taught me a lot in terms of what I want to do and what I don't want to do. And so while it was a very expensive lesson to have learned, um, it's one that I'm grateful to have had you know, I had a lot of fear about letting people down and, and when I decided to leave it and I was worried about what my parents would think. I was worried about what my old classmates would think, my colleagues, and just kind of dealing with that and accepting that even if I disappointed someone, what was really important was that I, what I was, I was happy with what I was doing with, um, on a day-to-day basis. And so just kind of really trying to refocus what's important, 
um, accepting that even if I disappointed someone, it was going to be okay. And just kind of like, you know, taking myself out of that, the emotions of it and thinking like, okay, it might be difficult for the next month, but long-term it's really what I want to do. And that's, that's better for me. Yeah. And you still use it. So it wasn't completely wasted. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So what did you learn in that? That life is too short. You know, if you're not happy, uh, you, you should try to change things so that you can be happy. And it's okay to jump from something, you know, you're unhappy with to something that you're not sure about yet, because, you know, life is a journey. And I think a lot of times when people make a career change, they feel like they can't leave what they're doing right now, unless they know exactly what they have to do next, because otherwise they have to do it all over again. And honestly, if you've done it once, it's not that hard to do it again. So it's okay to take that leap and to, to try something new, even though you're not sure about it. And if you don't like that, you know, just pivot again. And you're learning throughout the journey. You're picking up new skills throughout the way. So it's not a lost, um, you know, lost period of time or a lost lesson. You're just kind of building and you're turning into who you're, you're going to be in a year anyway. And it's going to be better than what you're doing now, which you already know you don't like. So take that leap and, and take that risk. You seem like you'd be a good travel buddy because that's kind of the yeah. mentality you have to have. Like, if it's not good, cool. We'll just try something else. If this place isn't good, we'll go somewhere else. <laughs> Basically, it sounds like my ethos for eating out. Like, oh, we'll just get a couple things here. And if we don't like it, we'll just go get a couple things at another restaurant. Yes, um, absolutely. And then you yeah. made the transition to the small startup. So do you yeah. want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So I was super excited to be joining a startup and super excited to be kind of entering the tech space. I'd been at a tech company before law school for a year when I was living in Israel. And I just loved the energy and the vibe and the collaboration. Everyone's like trying to move the ball forward. Everyone is kind of interested in innovation. And that was, you know, a complete change of pace from being at a law firm. And so I was just really excited about that level of energy and that that um, kind of ethos and culture. You know, I really loved being at a startup. I was there at the startup I was at from when it was 250 people to a thousand-ish people. So it was in that hyper growth stage. And it was just really exciting and awesome. And I got to do this kind of really unique role uh, known as legal operations, which combines kind of that legal skill set and knowledge, but in this kind of tech space. So using a lot of systems and processes and automations to streamline legal work and make it more efficient and support kind of the whole org and not just the legal team. What did you like about that role and what was challenging in that, in the startup space? I liked, and I think this applied in in kind of my future roles as well, that I had a ton of autonomy because it was such a niche space. My managers generally just let me kind of run with it because they were busy negotiating deals and actually doing kind of the job of a lawyer. And so to them, as long as I was getting things done, they didn't really, you know, bother with the the nitty gritty of it. And so I had a ton of ownership over what I was doing. And I loved that. The challenge was that because it's such a niche space and nobody really, like my managers didn't really focus on it at all that much, there wasn't a ton of opportunity for growth. And, you know, as somebody who's young and ambitious, I wanted to know that there was going to be a way for me to learn more, to grow more, to have a team, to expand the function. And that was really hard, especially at a startup because, you know, legal, for example, it's a money tank. They don't invest in it a ton and legal operations, even less so this, this new kind of an, and growing space. And so there wasn't a lot of interest in kind of investing in that function. And it was hard to kind of want to grow and not feel like there was room for me to. From that small startup, you're doing a great job taking us through your chapters and giving us lessons. What did you learn from that? <laughs> 
that even if you love something and you, um, you know, even if you love it and even if you love where you are, sometimes you need to kind of spread your wings to use a cliche uh, in order to grow. And so uh, it's, it's okay to leave a, a good thing in order to um, develop yourself further and uh, kind of find more opportunities. Um, so I ended up, you know, leaving Datadog to head off to Netflix, much bigger company. Some might've heard of it. It was really sad for me to be leaving this team and this company that I love that I'd been with, you know, from not super startup, small startup days, but from a fairly small point to the point where it was really growing. It felt like a rocket ship and I was getting off too early, uh, but it was just a choice I had to make for my career. And it's been yeah, quite an adventure. So sometimes it's okay to kind of jump off at, at a, a moment that you're not sure if you're ready and just see where it takes you. So was it chill? At Netflix? <laughs> it is chill and not chill in many ways. The only thing that doesn't change at Netflix is that it, hold on, what's the phrase? The only thing that is constant at Netflix is that it's always changing. I think that's the phrase that they use. So it's, yeah, I'm sure that's used it more than Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Netflix is incredible. It, you know, it was obviously an established company. My team was very new. I was on the original animation team um, and I joined, I think, Almost everyone on my team had joined within the past six months when I had first joined. So it was in like it's mini, like the team itself was in the startup stage where we were growing exponentially um, within such a short period of time and establishing processes and a mini culture within itself. And Netflix itself, obviously, it has a very established culture company-wide of freedom and responsibility, transparency, feedback. And so kind of pulling that into our small team, um, it was definitely an adventure. And it was chill in many ways, but not chill in other ways. <laughs> because it was so busy, not in a bad way. Yes, a lot of change. I'm sure it would be very busy now, but you've <laughs> moved on and now you're working full-time and you're also kind of in the startup space yet again from yes. a lot of that experience. So tell us about what you've learned and what lessons you have for our tech divas. Yeah, so during my time at Netflix, I realized that the thing I was most passionate about in my legal operations role was uh, building things. And so, you know, I, for so long, I'd been identifying problems and then not really having a chance to act on those problems and build solutions. And so I started working on some things at Netflix, but then I realized, you know, I've had the, this idea for Blink for so long. Let me start building that. And so I started building the app back in June was when we first started development. And so it's been a few months now. Before we move on to more about Blink, about Netflix yeah. that you thought you took away that people can benefit from? Yeah, I think, you know, folks should just take advantage of the opportunities to learn um, outside their normal day job. So I started working on Blink while I was at Netflix, you know, in the evenings and on weekends. It was something that I did on my spare time and I still have a full-time job and I'm working on Blink and my kind of nights and weekends. So it's kind of like my second job. And so take, you know, the opportunity to do that. You don't have to, you know, leave your full-time job in order to work on an idea can really just sort of explore it while while still doing it. Because I know one of the things that people are, can be afraid of in exploring their own ideas is stability and security. If I leave my day job, you know, I, I don't have a salary or I don't have insurance or all of these things. Start exploring it while you're at your job and start taking on opportunities to get the skills that you need to, um, you know, do, work on whatever idea. So if, you know, you really want to do something in design, start trying to take on design opportunities. Or if you're super curious about kind of doing something marketing wise, you know, ask somebody in your marketing team if they have any resources. 
So definitely take advantage of, of you know, the, the resources that you have around you and, and don't be afraid to kind of sacrifice some of your nights and weekends, I guess, to start exploring it. It's all about that side hustle, baby. <laughs> and <laughs> it is. I like how it kind of goes back too to what you said earlier around passion. Like it seems like you've kind of made a lot of decisions in this journey you've shared around what you really like doing. I like building. Mm-hmm. I heard that, you know, I liked growing a team, doing more challenges. So that kind of takes you to what you can do now with Blink. I'm learning every day. I think the biggest lesson here is you got to do everything uh, and you got to be open to learning and you have to be ready to ask questions and it's okay to not know the answer. And I think that's also like, you know, something that people get caught up in. Like, I don't know how to do this, so I can't do it. Like, no, just dive in, ask questions, do some research, get it wrong. And, you know, keep trying until you get it right. Uh, because if you don't do it, nobody else is going to do it for you. And if it's something that you're interested in, something that you're passionate about, you should pursue it because in all likelihood, that's the thing that'll spark the most joy for you. Yep. Hear that sparking joy right on, right <laughs> on brand. Thanks. <laughs> You're right. Those are the things that can get us uh, going. And I I like what you said too, because uh, it's taking action. So a lot Mm -hmm. of times just putting something out there, a minimum viable product, a thing. And I think that ties right into feedback because a lot of times scrappy entrepreneurs and the startup, including myself, you know, I don't do everything perfect, but it's there. And so that's why it's so important. Um, I think you actually said, what was the formula? It was, I'm trying to remember what your formula oh. is, but it really spoke to me. E, e, e plus, plus R, R equals, equals o. o. Yes. If you haven't listened yeah. to that one, it's a great episode. And it, the premise is just the events in your life and how you respond to them give you an outcome. So if you have a passion for an idea, you go to this restaurant, you get inspired. What is your response? Write it down, take action tell a bunch of people and never do anything, you know, or just do it little by little. And now you have this outcome and blink is coming alive in the blink of an eye. So how is it going with that? And what have you already learned? Yeah, it's going well. What I've learned is I think just for context, I'm not a technical person, as you could have guessed by my background, I'm a lawyer. uh, So, you know, I'm very basic scripts, but not much more than that. It's okay to, like I said, lean on other people for help. And so I found a developer who was able to to build it and we're about a a week away from having an app in test flight. So really excited to be launching. Yeah, it's it's just been a journey. I've been learning about marketing. I've been learning about SEO. I've been learning about tax things, legal things, legal structures, which you think I'd already know, but law school does not teach you that. It's been an adventure and I've just really loved every moment of it. Well, law school did teach you to figure that out. And that is why you've been able to come here. So it wasn't money wasted at all because you have figured it out and you are so smart and driven and you're just at the beginning of this journey. So I'm married, so I won't be using the Blink app (laughs) at this time, but I am going to follow your journey and see what you continue to learn and can share with tech divas, because I think this is a a really diverse perspective. That's what I'm trying to do on the show. Bring back people from all kinds of backgrounds into this show, my side hustle to do that. So, you know, what, what's your final takeaway here uh, that's really stood out for you that can help tech divas be successful from your journey? Take ownership of your career and what you're doing. Uh, if you're unhappy or if you want to explore something, like Nicole said, you know, 
that response is what matters in order to get that outcome. You know, it's okay, the event, you know, whatever that event is, whether it's, you know, being dissatisfied or being curious about something else, it's that response that you take that matters. And so take ownership and take that leap and give it a try and be creative about how to do it, whether it's, like I said, on your, your free time or, you know, side projects in your day job, just just try and it's okay to fail. Well, Tali, you've been a great fountain of wisdom here for us <laughs> in this process. And if people want to follow up with you, maybe they're interested in this app you're building yeah. or just to connect with you, what's the best way to do so? Yes, they can find us on all social at The Blank Date on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And our website is www.theblinkdate.com. I'm on Twitter, my personal account at Tali Sita, but I don't, I'm not very active there. So we definitely uh, approach first on the business side because I'm very responsive on that world. As you should be, we can't do it all. And we will put those links in there and you will be a rising star and we can't wait for you to shine bright in whatever you do because you have a lot of great work ahead of you. So congratulations to you. You're doing it. You're working hard. I see you. I know that it's not always easy to do everything, to be behind the scenes and to birth a app is also an effort, (laughs) which has quite an incubation period to get there. So congrats. I hope it goes awesome. (laughs) Thanks to all of our listeners out there. You heard kind of some ERO in action. So again, check out that video if you haven't, because essentially all of the things we respond to, how we handle everything in our everyday life leads to these outcomes. And those outcomes are your life experience. That is your career journey. That is your mark that you're leaving on this world for yourself. And that's your journey. So stay kind out there and support each other. And let's continue to uh, spark Tech Diva success together. Thanks again, Tali. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you again for listening. And we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life. Please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name. And we hope this episode was fire for you.